Josh Haston here, Israel Uncensored, on the Land of Israel Network at thelandofisrael.com. It is Monday, the 27th of February, 2023, the 6th of Adar, 5783. Hope you are well. Hope you are safe in your part of the world. Coming to you on this Monday morning from Gush Etzion, just south of Jerusalem, the eternal capital of the state of Israel and the Jewish people. And these are the most difficult podcasts that I have to do immediately following yet another horrific terrorist attack here in Israel. Uh, This one claiming the lives of two brothers from the community of Har Bracha in the Shomron, Hillel Menachem and Yigal Yaakov Yaniv, may God avenge their blood, were murdered yesterday in the village of Hawara. Their only crime, their only sin, was that they were Jews. An Arab gunman took advantage of the fact that there's a lot of traffic in that town. And for those who are familiar with northern Samaria, you must pass through that town in order to get to the communities of Itamar, Elon Moreh, Harbracha, where the two brothers were from. You have to go through that town, the center of town, and traffic is a major problem there. And in this case, from what I understand, the terrorist waited on the side of the road with his gun and picked his target. He waited for 30 minutes and then shot the two brothers at point-blank range as they were in their car, leaving their community of Harbracha, heading out to do nothing other than study Torah. That's what these two brothers were going to do, both affiliated with Hezder Yeshivot. Uh, the Jerusalem Post says Hillel was studying in Kiryat Shmona at the Hezder Yeshiva there. He had recently completed his service in the Navy. And the second brother, Yagel, was studying in Givat Olga in the Hezder Yeshiva there and helped establish a branch of the Yeshiva in Tirat Carmel. He was set to start the recruitment process for combat service in the IDF soon. Again, according to uh, JNS, the IDF said the terrorists drove to the uh, Inabas Junction in Hawara, opened fire on the passing Israeli vehicle. That's right on Highway 60, and the two were um, the two were murdered. The two were killed. A manhunt is currently underway. Security forces and the IDF carrying out a manhunt to locate the terrorist who fled the scene and is still at large. I have no doubt he will be caught. It is just a matter of time. 13 Israelis, 13 Israelis have been murdered since the beginning of this year of 2023 in terrorist attacks carried out by the jihad, the Arab terrorists, Arab jihadists. And I hate You know, focusing on numbers. I saw last night on the main news channel here in Israel, they were talking about numbers, how many people were murdered in the last, I think they brought up a graph of the last 10 years, each and every year with numbers. And I hate to focus on numbers because one, one person murdered in a terrorist attack is one too many. One is too many for me. The Jerusalem Post added that Yossi Dagan, the head of the Samaria Regional Council, 
called on the government to, quote, change the paradigm and move from defense to offense. He said it cannot be that in the light of day, terrorists allow themselves to shoot innocent civilians. The insolence of terrorism proves there is no deterrence, said Dagan. The people of Israel and the residents of Samaria are strong. We will not break in the face of the murderous terror of the Palestinian Authority. The mayor of Bethel, Shayalon, who was right there just a few minutes earlier in, in the village of Khawara, he said, it, he said it cannot be that terrorists can possess weapons so easily and to freely fire on Israeli civilians point blank, blank in broad daylight. He added the terror attacks show there is a total lack of control in Judea and Samaria and the threat is worse than ever before. Israel, he said, must declare an all-out war to restore security. And then last night, riots in the village of Khawara, late into the night, with government officials calling on people not to take the law into their own hands. So I get that. I do. So if that's the, that's the case, let's launch a full-out war on terrorism. Let me be clear, okay? The IDF stops many attacks. It happens each and every night when we are sleeping. The brave men and women of the IDF take the fight into the terrorists' village every night. And most attacks are, in fact, thwarted. But as the mayor of Bethel said, uh, and I believe Yossi Dagan also, it's deterrence that must be established. The pay-for-slave program must be gone if you ask me, I say send the PLL, the PA, whatever you want to call them, back to where they came from because they incite to hate and murder against the state of Israel and the Jewish people each and every day on their official channels. And now we're going to talk about in a few minutes this death penalty legislation that's brewing. brewing. But... Every one of these potential terrorists need to know there is a price to pay. And those out there who are so concerned with collective punishment, talk about it all the time. What about Israelis who are suffering under collective punishment when you don't know if you will make it home at the end of the day because of the shootings on the roads? That's real collective punishment. And it shocks me how some care more about the terrorists and their families than those Jews who are murdered in terrorist attacks. But that's out there, even amongst Israelis, even amongst Jews. And to me, that's just plain sad. Sad and pathetic. But all you have to do is go to Twitter, and you'll see certain people don't even talk about the murder of two brothers. They focus on the after effects and care more about the terrorists and their families than they do about Jews who are being murdered. Moving on here, uh, JNS reported Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu denied on Sunday that Jerusalem had agreed to halt building activities in Judea and Samaria as part of understandings reached earlier in the day at a security summit with the PA in Jordan. So as these two brothers were murdered, Israel was in fact at this security summit with the Americans and the Jordanians and representatives of the PA and the Egyptians, I believe, and all of these, they listed all of these 
what they call de-escalation agreements on the ground. And one of those, according to uh, one of the statements released, said that Israel would stop building in Judea and Samaria, and the Netanyahu government has denied that. The prime minister himself, in a recording, denied the fact that there is a building freeze. So I don't know what the truth is here. Um, I'm not sure the prime minister is denying it, and everyone else says that Israel has agreed to curb, as they say, curb settlements. And I don't use that word, but that's the text there. Curb building for Jews in Judea and Samaria. We'll see what happens. We'll see if more buildings are approved. We'll see if the higher planning committee which of the civil administration, which just approved uh, thousands of units, I think somewhere between seven to 9,000 units in Judea and Samaria, we'll see if they meet again in a few months or not. They're supposed to meet quarterly, if I'm not mistaken. Let's see if they meet again, or let's see if Israel will push that off. But all other sorts of uh, apparent agreements between the two sides, preserving the status on the status quo on the Temple Mount, and whatnot, all these other agreements to try to de-escalate. How about de-escalation starting with the Palestinian Authority and Hamas and the rest of them I don't expect it from Hamas, but the PA, right? There are peace partners, obviously not. Maybe they can stop inciting to hate and violence each and every day. The State Department says that Israel agreed to halt construction in Judea and Samaria, but who knows? But it just seems pointless. It seems that nothing came out of that meeting. Talked about also PA, more PA security control. I mean, how many times have we done that before? Put guns in the hands of the Palestinian Authority they're so-called police, basically an army, and have relied on them to thwart terror attacks. How many times have those PA policemen turned their guns on Jews when they were supposed to be fighting the terrorists, when they themselves are in fact the terrorists? So we'll see what happens with that. Um, I mentioned the death penalty for terrorists. The Jerusalem Post reported that the Ministerial Committee on Legislation on Sunday approved a bill that institutes a death penalty for terrorists, despite Attorney General Gali Barav Miara's opinion last week that there was a legal impediment to vote on the law before the National Security Cabinet holds a meeting to understand whether or not the death penalty actually creates deterrence. So even though this ministerial committee approved this bill, it sounds like there's a long way to go before this is actually implemented. According to the bill proposed by Otsmayu Dit M.K. Limor, son Harmelech, someone who intentionally or out of indifference causes the death of an Israeli citizen when the act is carried out from a racist motive or hate to a certain public and with the purpose of harming the state of Israel and the rebirth of the Jewish people in its homeland faces a death sentence and this and this sentence alone. So the Otsmayu DMK proposing death penalty for terrorists and uh, the law will be brought for preliminary approval in the Knesset as early as this Wednesday and then the National Security Cabinet will debate it prior to its first reading on the Knesset floor. floor. So there's a long way to go here. Okay, this is something supported by National Security Minister Itamar Ben-Gvir, 
And uh, the purpose, as he said, is actually this is a joint statement with Prime Minister Netanyahu. The purpose of this law is to cut off terror at its source, create heavy deterrence. So here you have a proposal for deterrence. No more all-inclusive jails. No more letting terrorists go free after half of their jail time. And we've seen that many times before, including, including, let's not forget, by Prime Minister Netanyahu, who freed 1,027 terrorists in the Gilad Shalit deal. So plenty of times before terrorists have been let go before their sentence was complete and only to go back and continue on their murderous paths, on their murderous ways. So I am absolutely for this proposal. And let's see if it actually happens. I honestly, I doubt it. I doubt this will pass. Um, With all the bureaucracy and all of the issues with the courts and everything going on here, I doubt it will actually hold, uh, hold any weight at the end of the day. You know, until now, other than uh, Eichmann, uh, Adolf Eichmann, Israel has not put anyone else uh, to death via a, a court of law. So we'll see where this goes. I mentioned the courts here. Another Saturday night, another uh, demonstration in Tel Aviv and in other places throughout the country. Uh, the Israeli police, according to JNS, detained at least 21 people on Saturday night during rowdy protests against the government's judicial reform plan. I would add to it protests against the government, period, since I bet 95% of the people out there don't even know what the judicial reform plan is all about. Demonstrators set fire in the streets of Tel Aviv and blocked the Ayalon Highway with one protester painting, Bibi is a traitor on the highway, uh, referring to Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu uh, using his, uh, his nickname. Another protester was arrested for biting an officer. So apparently, when you block the eye alone for this cause, it takes like, what was it, two hours for the eye alone to be freed of human traffic of protesters. Yet, when people were protesting against Israel's expulsion of 10,000 residents, Israeli citizens from Gush Katif, when they dared, I remember at the entrance to Jerusalem, when they dared trying, uh, trying to block traffic, they were removed and were remo- removed violently within, within a matter of minutes. So apparently there's a certain police enforcement uh, when it comes to a certain population, and there's another set of rules that the police have, which are instructed to them by their superiors when it comes to a different group of people. And that is extremely frustrating. In one instance during this protest, there was a banner showing Netanyahu next to the late Iranian Ayatollah Khomeini and other uh, Vladimir Putin, comparing Netanyahu to all these people. Um, Erdogan, Turkish president. This is, this is really what it's all about. They don't like Bibi. They think he's too right-wing, whether you agree with that or not. And... They're comparing him to all these other world leaders. The poster doesn't mention uh, a judicial reform here. The people, the vast majority of these people, just do not want Prime Minister Netanyahu 
or Itamar Ben-Gvir or Bezal Smotrich. They do not want this government, and this is how they're showing it. National Security Minister Ben-Gvir said that this is a, uh, those who are protesting said that this is a movement of anarchists who don't want freedom of expression, but the freedom to commit sedition. And um, he called on the uh, opposition leaders to condemn the anarchy and the riots taking place, but uh, to no avail. In other news, JNS reports the Israeli NGO Regavim yesterday presented documentation to the Knesset Foreign Affairs and Defense Committee showing massive illegal Arab construction in Samaria, particularly where Jewish communities were located before the expulsion took place. Remember, it was not just Gush Katif, but four communities in northern Samaria which were evacuated, uh, where Jews were expelled from. Hopefully they will be, uh, be allowed to return there. And that's another piece of legislation, the Northern Samaria Disengagement Law, which hopefully will be uh, revoked. But nevertheless, Regavim says, and uh, they had this uh, meeting in the uh, Knesset Foreign Affairs Committee showing that uh, the PA is carrying out massive illegal construction in those areas. Of course, taking over Area C, that's their goal, under full Israeli control, with the goal of basically creating a de facto PA state in Area C, contrary to any agreements between Israel and the PA for whatever they're worth. But nevertheless, the goal is to create a state. They tried through negotiations. They, they weren't happy with what they got, even though they were given uh, way too generous of an offer, which is a big mistake to even start with. Okay. No offer is a good offer. Nevertheless, now they're just doing it. They're just doing it on their own. They're creating facts on the ground. And this, of course, is being sponsored by the European Union, uh, countries throughout the EU. And uh, tip of the hat to Regavim for exposing this uh, inside the Knesset. Now let's see what's going to be done. But again, it's not just Samaria. It's Judea. It's the road to the Dead Sea. It's the southern Hebron Hills. It's everywhere. And of course, we can get started with talk of the Negev. And the illegal building uh, taking place, massive, massive illegal building by the Bedouin community down in the Negev, which Regavim documents as well. Moving on here, another JNS article, the German city of Frankfurt announced on Friday the cancellation of a May 28th concert by former Pink Floyd member Roger Waters, citing his reputation as one of the world's best known anti-Semites. How ironic, this comes out of Germany. Germany calling out the anti-Semitism of Roger Waters. A statement by the municipal government announcing the decision cited his support for the BDS movement, anti-Semitic imagery at his performances, and past interviews with media affiliated with Hamas, the Hamas terror group. So congrats to the city of Frankfurt for not letting Roger Waters perform because he is a hater of the Jews. That's all he is. No other spin, no other way to look at it. He's a hater of the Jews. He tries to disguise it like so many others as a hater of Israel or a hater of Zionism. I'm thinking about Mark Ruffalo, but these people are haters of Jews, point blank. And uh, let's finish on some positive news here. By the way, next week, 
Um, yeah, I think we'll still have a show next week. It's going going to be the fast of Esther as we head towards Purim. I don't see any reason, please God, we shouldn't. Uh, there should be no reason there shouldn't be a show next week. So, please God, there will be a show next Monday as well. Uh, Israel twenty one C published an article here saying Israeli scientists recently tested a new approach for treating Alzheimer's disease that addresses the reduced metabolic mechanism in Alzheimer's patients. Uh, This metabolic mechanism impairment, which starts decades before the onset of dementia, results from dysfunction of the mitochondria, which produce most of the energy on the cell that are involved in its death and inflammation. And I'm not going to get into all the nitty-gritty here, but there was a study published, and again, this is Israeli, Israeli scientists published a study here and without getting into all the nitty-gritty, because it is complicated here, uh, Israeli scientists who introduced uh, a certain therapy preventing the, the, the decline of cognitive skills such as learning and memory uh, in mice, which were tested protecting against degeneration and promoting the healthy growth and normal functioning of neurons. At the end of the day, Israeli scientists working to make the world a better place, working to find ways to treat the terrible Alzheimer's disease. And uh, hopefully this is a long-term solution, this type of approach, this type of therapy, this type of treatment, which will help Alzheimer's patients. And as I do every week, again, you know, our weekly report on how Israel is truly a light unto the nations, improving the world in so many different areas, in this case in medicine, and the BDS anti-Israel haters out there, if you have a family member suffering from Alzheimer's, once this moves forward, this technology and gets a patent, gets FDA approval and all that, whatever this therapy is, if you're an anti-Israel BDS hater, if you're like a Roger Waters or a Mark Ruffalo, one of these people, and you have a relative suffering from Alzheimer's, do not use this therapy, stick to your guns, Continue your BDS, anti-Israel, anti-Jewish hate, and don't use this therapy. Nobody likes a hypocrite. That's the worst thing you can be is a hypocrite. So stay strong out there, you anti-Israel BDS haters. Of course, a little sarcasm here as we as we end this week's podcast. Uh, my name is Josh Hasten. Let's let's hope, folks, for for some good news this week, some positive news. Let's hope for more. Uh, more building, more discoveries, more technology, more kids in Israel just being able to go to the park and all sorts of good things as we head towards Purim. We're now in the month of Adar. We're supposed to be able to, we're supposed to be happy. It's a commandment. It's a mitzvah to be happy in the month of Adar. That's what we're supposed to be doing. And unfortunately, the Jew haters out there are trying to turn that on its head, just like they did back in Persia thousands of years ago. They're still here today, folks. They're still here today, and we're going to keep on keeping on. That is 100% for sure. But I still want to wish everyone a, a quiet week, a peaceful week, only good things. Shout out to Ben Bresky, engineer extraordinaire, Tabitha Epstein for everything she does behind the scenes. Get in touch with me during the week, Josh at thelandofisrael.com, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, any of those social media platforms, that is where you can reach me. 
coming to you again here on this 27th of February, 2023, the 6th of Adar, 5783, from Gush Etzion, south of Jerusalem, eternal capital of the state of Israel and the Jewish people. Be safe. Have a great week, everybody. Shalom, shalom. Hey, everybody, you're listening to the Land of Israel Network. Check out my show, the Ishai Fleischer Show, with Torah, politics, insights, and spirituality, and the face of Moses, the light that shines from him, is shining onto you, shining back to us here in the Land of Israel Network. Can't wait to see you on the Ishai Fleischer Show. The Yishai Fleischer Show, the voice of a new generation of pro-Israel activists, every week on the Land of Israel Network at thelandofisrael.com.